Laudetrio e Christus. Praise be to Jesus Christ. It is Monday, September 21st, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're joining me. And welcome, 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 welcome. Well, I wanted to share with you really quickly because I know I kind of jumped in real fast, real deep into Catholicism and me going to Mass. But I want to say that's my truth and that's my light. And I'm following that. And you don't have to follow my path. I'm just sharing it with you because I find such joy, comfort, peace, pleasure, certainty, and guidance that I sometimes don't get from the world around me. And so that's my ultimate goal when I started this podcast was to help you build a foundation of your own of your own truth and your own light. And I just happen to be sharing with you my journey along the way. Does that make sense? And I, I came to that conclusion as I realized before I went to church and before I gave my life to God, I didn't give a flying rip <laughs> about what people at church did because they never talked to me and I never had good conversations with them. And it was just like really weird. I didn't have that open line of communication with anybody. Nobody I could relate to anyways. Nobody was just like, oh, hey, I want to share with you who I am and what I believe. And this makes me feel awesome inside and I feel like I'm a better person because of it I you know nobody ever did that if they did I thought they were weird because they were like just I just (laughs) it's hard to explain but you know it wasn't in a way that was relatable to me in my situation I thought it was great for them I thought it was like you're fantastic you could do whatever you want you can memorize all the Bible verses you want. Because um, that's just what I thought it was. I thought that's just what they did, you know? I thought they raised their hands and talked in tongues and memorized the Bible. Anybody else feel me on that one? Anybody? Yeah, I did. Because I didn't understand and it didn't relate to me as a person. And I remember when I was doing my Facebook videos... And I was sharing with people, um, you know, little words of encouragement and things like motivational blurbs. How I got my motivation and how I got my information. And at the time, what they didn't realize is that I was, I'm, I'm really bad at memorizing Bible verses. Horrible. Horrible. I tried. I tried. I tried many, many times. Many times to memorize different Bible verses. And I just can't get it right. So that's not my strong suit. That's not. But what I was able to do was to read the Bible, listen to sermons, homilies, and people talk about it, and then kind of like translate it. into words and, and that I could relate to in my day, in my life. 
Because I'm a, remember, I'm the oldest girl of a family of 11 who grew up in an Alaskan native village above the Arctic Circle with about 2,500 people. And my mom was a Yupik Eskimo and we're in an Inuit town. And my dad was Caucasian. Okay, so yes, there was a lot of judgment. And yes, there was a lot of name calling. There was a lot of adversity. There was a lot of things. But one thing my parents did was at least they brought me to church. Albeit, we went to a lot of different churches. And I don't know why, but we did. We, I, I went to the Baptist church. That was fun. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I ever went there on a Sunday. I, I remember going mainly for vacation Bible school in the summertime. Now summertime for us back then was late May, early June. Because um, school got out in the middle of May. So, um, that's the only time I remember going to an actual Baptist church, church for, for, for vacation Bible school. Um, and that was interesting. That was fun. We went to Friends Church, which is a Quaker church. And I did that for vacation Bible school, mainly. Now, most of the time, all the churches that I'm going to name off, I went to with my brothers and sisters for the day for vacation Bible school. It was fun. You know, we'd go there. We'd learn about Noah and his ark and Jonah and the whale. And we'd learn about, like, you know, being good to everybody and people and do arts and crafts. And they would feed you. That was awesome. Um, so, yep, vaca- uh, friends, friends Church, which, which was the... Quaker Church. We went to the Assembly of God. Now, this is the only church that I could think of that we went to and we attended on Sundays, which I kind of vaguely remember, but I'm not, I don't really remember. I don't. Um, I was baptized Mormon when I was eight years old because we were attending the Mormon church at the time. That was an interesting experience. I didn't realize the guy was going to dunk me underwater. And I wasn't ready. And so I didn't know how to breathe under the water. And he lifted me back up and I gasped like, <gasps> like that. And everybody laughed at me. Everybody. Can you imagine when you're eight years old and you... And this guy, I was wearing like this white robe, white dress or something. There's pictures. Thank God this was before the internet. Of me um, standing there. And oh my gosh, I just looked like this cute little girl with this brown skin. It was just, just gorgeous, beautiful, cute little girl. But I remember how embarrassed I was and how freaked out I was. And they did the laying of the hands. And I still to this day remember sitting on that chair and having five grown men come on, like put their hands on my shoulder 
and pray over me. That's that if you're not used to that, then that's that's an experience when you're a kid. Um, okay, so that was eight years old. These are probably not in chronological order, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of my history and a little bit of my background as to where I where how I came to be where I am today. And you know, moving on into Catholicism, I I did sign up for the RCIA, which is a um I don't remember, but it's like Christian initi- rights as an adult or something. Uh <clears throat> I'll look it up and I'll share it with you later. So sorry. Um So I did, I signed up for that, but then what I realized that I felt like this was the next right step for me because of all the things that I've experienced as a kid and with my religion and with people around me. You know, I wanted to shed some light on some things and to make it relatable. Because I don't feel like I'm an extraordinary person. I feel like I'm a very, very ordinary person. I'm just like you. I have experiences just like you. I have thoughts just like you. But there's something that's inside me that says I need to share it with people. Because I don't feel like enough people are talking about it. I don't feel like there's enough being done and said. And it's really interesting to me because remember how I told you a few weeks ago, I felt like the outsider, I was looking in. And that when you come to God and when you're there with him, you're always in. Well... I just don't want other people to go on in life always feel feeling like it doesn't matter what they tr- choose as their truth and their light. I don't feel like they should have to be considered or think of themselves as an outsider looking in at their life. You know, their actions are going to be meaningful they're going to be an active participant in their life. They're going to be able to share and to be heard. And they're going to be able to listen. And they're going to be able to communicate as part of a community, as part of humanity. Because it's hard enough living in this world with all the uncertainty that if we could help eliminate some of that awkwardness that we've come to just think of as normal and as everyday life, I feel like there'd be a lot more joy and happiness in the world, that people would be open to love And that when you want to make a change and a difference in the world, it doesn't have to be this big thing. It doesn't have to be televised. It doesn't have to be blasted on your social media platform. It doesn't have to be, 
yelled and screamed. Because when the truth is said, it's earth shattering. The truth in and of itself might be quiet, but it's also deafening loud. And when you hear it, when you feel it, when you know it, you cannot deny it. And it's part of our innate ability as a human to sense this. It's something that's beautiful and wonderful. And when you find it, I don't want you to let it go. I want you to embrace it, to love it, to nourish it, to share it. Because it is going to, it's going to blossom and it's going to grow and it's going to produce this beautiful fruit that you're going to be able to share with people. It's not something that if you give it away, you're never going to see it again. It's something that if you give it away, you're going to get more in return. It's going to multiply. You know, none of this, none of this fear of never having enough. And I know that fear of never having enough. I've lived that. I lived paycheck to paycheck. I still... Okay, you know what I mean? I live... With... But we always... There was always enough to eat. I remember... You remember that? Do you remember you had times in your life where you didn't know where your next meal was going to come from? Maybe you're lucky enough to never have that situation. But if... If you've lived through that, you know that uncertainty. And just having the basics in your life be questionable means that you're going to have to work 10 times harder to build that trust in this world. Because something that somebody took for granted from the day they were born... doesn't have to deal with that and it's going to be something that if you could push aside if you could break free from if you can know with certainty that you have a choice and you have a decision and you know the truth and you can overcome that and then you can you could surpass it you can have enough to provide for other people Because that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that nobody goes through the hardships and the uncertainty that you went through. That's breaking a cycle. That's being able to overcome barriers, stereotypes. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Know your truth. Feel your truth. Live your truth. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Know that it's going to be something that you're going to be able to build on. That you're going to be able to overcome. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Was I remember... What it was like, and, I, and, and 
that's the whole point of this is to just know your truth i'm sharing with you my truth what makes me happy and trust me if i did not feel this way about this i wouldn't share it with you i wouldn't i wouldn't want to i couldn't i couldn't share something with you with such a strong conviction at all because i would be uncertain and i would pass that along to you but that's not what i'm finding i've lived it enough to know right now with certainty that i don't have to know everything about it although i do a lot of reading and research about it catholicism christianity to know that there's gonna, there's good parts and there's bad parts of it. And I'm not cherry picking either. I'm not saying, okay, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. Because of course I know bad things happen in the church. I know bad things happen. Bad things happened to me when I was in the church. By church people. How bad is that? That's, that's really bad. Right? And that makes me, of course, you know, okay, so that's another point too, is when you're innocent and somebody comes along and and violates you and does something bad to you, they make you feel like you're the bad person because you internalize it like that. And what, what I feel like goes from there is this cycle because you're no longer that wholesome innocent person anymore you're now carrying along this burden that you are a bad person because something bad happened to you and you're now thinking that that's another topic that maybe I'll get into another day because I know there's a lot of people who feel victimized because of certain people in their life that did wrong things to them that made them feel like they were a bad person but when you can know and understand and grow from that situation into an an upright standing citizen of the community that's able to be productive and to share knowledge and information with other people You've helped break the cycle. You have helped break the cycle. And know that this is a part of my journey. And this is why I decided to start sharing who I was with you. Because I know it lights me up. It makes me happy. It helps me heal from situations that happened in my past and it's helping me build a strong foundation for future generations. So hopefully other women and men don't have to deal with the same thing that I did. And if they do, they'll have the tools, tips and tricks and to help them move forward. Hello, baby rabbit. Hello, baby rabbit just went away. Sorry. Okay. Um. 
So yeah, that's why I'm sharing that with you. Not to kind of push you into any type of religion. Because I realize that if you're going to push somebody into something, they're probably going to probably gonna shy away from it and reject it. And that's maybe why the people that were in uh, the religions didn't say anything about it because they were afraid to push me away from it. You know? And maybe, I, if, maybe they thought that if they just lived a, a, a good life, that I would pay attention and recognize that and say, hey, I want to do what you're doing. I want to, how do you, how do you, how do you deal with this in your life? Can you help me? Can you help me understand? Maybe that's what they wanted me to do, but I didn't. So it's like a tricky thing, right? It's a tricky thing trying to help somebody out. And there's no right or wrong answer sometimes. There's only a deep speculation. A detailed speculation. Only so many outcomes can uh, stem from certain situations, right? We're going into variables here. And who knows? Maybe things were destined to be the way they are. And that was part of your cycle. And that was part of your growth. I'm not saying that any type of um, mistreatment, abuse, or harm to somebody is justified. I don't feel like anybody should ever be hurt by somebody else, intentional or otherwise. But, yay, today's my Monday. It's September 21st. I am currently out and about for the day. And, you know, even when I have the day off, from doing my podcast I still think about you I still wonder how you're doing and if everything's okay but then I have to just trust and know that everything's going to be fine and that I need to take care of myself as well my mind my body my spirit all of those things all come into play. Oh, another thing that I want to share before I go is whatever you happen to think of as your truth, if you listen to it, if you read it, it's 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 also good to take it one step further, which um I'm doing is uh, meditating on it to just let it sit in your heart for a while just let it sit there and call upon it throughout your day whatever it is and that's why I think I like daily mass because they call upon different things every single day. And I like to 
start my day off with it because what I'll do is I'll take it beyond just my superficial thinking and hearing but I'll really open up a place in my heart for it to help nourish it and help it to grow right because I want to plant seeds of love and hope and faith and I want them to take root in my heart and in my mind and in my soul which I think here's a little side story here and um, promise I'll let you go pretty soon okay but two summers ago I worked at Home Instead Senior Care and I had a very long summer because I had worked two jobs. On average, I worked about 75 hours a week during that summer. And I was constantly in pain. But I was also dealing with a lot of things and I had to... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. That, that part doesn't, doesn't matter. My, my, my point of the story is... I had finally, I'd finally went to my hairstylist to go get a haircut. My hair was quite long and it was falling out a lot. And I have very thin, fine hair. And um, so it got to the point where it just didn't look healthy, which because I was not healthy at the time. So I went to my hairstylist and I told her I want a very short haircut. And I kind of like the A-line, little bob type thing. And it was my day off from my, from my full 40 hour a week job. But I still had my home instead senior care shift that day. I was only working a part time shift that day. So I went to go get my haircut that morning. And then I went straight from my haircut to my my lady that I was helping. And she was having her neighbor over, which was very few and far between. Um, the people that I tended to. They didn't really have a lot of family come over that I saw. At least not when I was working with them or with them. But there was a lady there. And I'd come in. Because, you know, it's my shift. And I didn't know she was there. So i come in like, hey, hi. And usually there was like the um, other person that was there. You're relieving them from their shift. And you're going to take over. You do a little exchange of information and everything. And I'd come in with my snacks for us because I love to feed her it was that was like one of my favorite things to do was to feed her and um so I'd come in with my smoothies and everything and snacks and and um I overheard the lady talking and I never met this lady before in my life she, and I was wearing I just happened to be wearing this all black 
outfit that day was wearing black jeans, black shoes, black sweater. And the interesting part was how she described me. She goes, oh, I think your caregiver just came in. She seems like a really lovely, outgoing, bubbly person. Very bright and colorful. And all I had said was just literally like, hey, I'm here. Um, and I go in. And of course, she'd never seen me before. She, so she didn't know I just got a haircut, right? And she compliments me. She's like, oh my gosh, your hair is so beautiful. And wow, you just have such an energy about you. And I just really appreciated that because, you know, I had taken time out of a very busy summer to at least take care of myself a little bit in a way that was noticeable to even people that I'd never met before. How powerful is that? I was so elated because of that. Well, okay, I promise. That's the end of it. Because I have other things I gotta go do. I'm here at the beach. I'm gonna go and unpack my beach bag, get my snacks, do a couple of prayers, and I'll meet back up with you tomorrow. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on this uh, extended podcast version extended podcast version as you know my my podcasts are usually 10 to 15 minutes 20 minutes if if I'm if I am lucky enough to have the time to talk to you uh please forgive me as I was on break on my last podcast I set my timer and since I am on my phone if anybody calls or if my timer goes off, then it does cut me off from my podcast. So I had to kind of do another ending. And I didn't know how to add it on to the other podcast. Because I'm not that cool yet. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll have people that will do that for me. And I'll be able to pay them. And it'll be awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, but know that I'm thinking about you. You're in my prayers. And God bless.